everyone. Uh, I'll be presenting uh, my stories on uh, indigenous Devbhumi and with respect to environment. So I thank all my gurus for this and thank you Nagraj sir for giving me this opportunity. So let's travel uh, deep into the roots of uh, indigenous environmentalism in the Himalayas. So I'll start with explaining the Dev Devi Devta Sanskriti of Himachal Pradesh and uh, how you know, these forms have been the most ancient forms of worship even before uh, the establishment of scriptural knowledge. So uh, the Devi Devtas are not just spiritual institutions in Himachal Pradesh, but they also uh, govern political and social systems. Uh, these uh, traditions uh, regard certain trees, plants, uh, rivers, uh, water bodies as sacred. So devtas are elemental forces. Uh, they have a divine right of kingship. So they are the rulers. They give out Bharata which is an oral tradition which has been passed on from one generation to another. And these Bhartas are narrated by the Gur, who is the medium for the Devta. Now these Devtas are the guides and lawmakers and they own all the Dev buns, the sacred grooves and they all have been under the Devta's maintenance and at the cost of the Devta's temple in these vanas. These messages are communicated to the community in Dev Bhasha and in oral constitution called Kars and Antars. So, uh, if you look into uh, the forest spirits, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a category uh, in itself. Uh, you have uh, seers, uh, seer spirits called banbirs. Chugna is the walnut uh, tree spirit. Kicheral is uh, a spirit that's uh, found in um, uh, the chil trees. And batal is the water spirit. And Sabai is the moss spirit. In these forests, you also have uh, uh, goddesses called Joginis who, who protect the forest from uh, all kinds of dangers. And uh, every single Devta in Himachal Pradesh would have a powering Jogini. These Joginis are the Shaktis of each Devta and their significance is, is I mean, it's, it's, it's very important uh, to have Joginis. Without that, the Devtas cannot function. Then we have the Yakshas who are malevolent spirits, uh, but they are not as malevolent as uh, human beings. Uh, these Yakshas control uh, the forest after a certain time. So in the evening, you have uh, you cannot uh, go to the forest late in the night. So there are some rules that are laid out. And Gung, Gung is the disease spirit. So Gungs uh, can catch you if 
you have violated the rules of the forest This is one of the devbans of uh, Jamdagini Rishi, and uh, the rules laid out by the devtas are very important, and nobody violates it. It's not allowed to even pick a single leaf, or a fallen branch, or even pine cones from the forest. This is a way to maintain the the ecology of the forest. then you have the devta committee they manage all the duties with respect to the devbans and they are the mediators between the devta and the people let's look at the traditional systems of uh, forest management these uh, are rakhas they are called rakhas they are the forest guards who were traditionally appointed by the villagers to maintain the devbanas and now after the after the colonization uh, they work alongside the forest department so this is an example of how the a traditional system has been incorporated into an into a on a governmental level so let's look into folk traditions and rituals uh, on forest management one such ritual is uh, that of uh, the gaddis and the shepherds so charna is uh, about uh, grazing rights and rituals because the local uh, communities rely on forests for their livelihood so it's a it's important for them to put an invite uh, to the devta and ask them if they can go grazing uh, with their cattle and if the devta rejects any such uh, activity then they cannot go this is done so that uh, herbs are not picked before time uh, and mountains are not visited uh, when the weather is rough so this uh, is actually in benefit of uh, the community there is a special ritual called uh, nyandra dena nyandra involves uh, giving an invite to the herbs to the forest lands before you enter the forest and uh, once you get the approval of the plant kingdom uh, you are free to graze and the grazing happens in a phased manner so you have one section which is reserved for a particular a team of shepherds and the other area is reserved for another team of shepherds 
this is so that there is no imbalance uh, and overgrazing the there are also uh, sacred water bodies and mountains associated with devtas such as the parashar rishi lake uh, or the byaskun uh, and the chandratal which is uh, to do with an elemental devta uh, Sur, uh, the chandra dev and uh, you also have surajtal which is to do with the sun god So we look into uh, how uh, Devi Devtas are uh, associated uh, with environment. So Devta Banshira is uh, regarded as the god of the forest. And uh, he's worshipped like uh, for uh, to keep the forests alive. Another notable uh, like mention is for Devi uh, Hadimba. She's uh, regarded as the tribal queen of forests. Uh, Devi Sandhya Gayatri is uh, the uh, is actually the fertility goddess. Uh, fertility not only like in terms of uh, a fertile land, but also a fertile mind and a fertile heart. So the rituals of uh, seed sowing in the valley the first rituals they happen here and the devi suggests where you can plant the seeds and which is the right time to plant seeds so she is actually the vidya behind sowing of seeds with respect to the environment the nag devtas are also very important uh, they are highly revered because they warn people about um, disasters and uh, they warn uh, the community regarding any imbalance that they have sensed in the environment. So every year at Goshal village, uh, there is a ceremony of uh, Devta Kana Nag, a serpent god, alongside Gautam Rishi and uh, Vyas Rishi. They, they sit together and they, uh, there is a pindi that is made. Around that time, nobody disturbs the earth. Uh, no seeds are sown. Uh, no farming equipments are used. Uh, so after a month, this pindi is opened and uh, you, you get all the answers to what is going to happen that year. So most of the events are predicted even the floods of 2018 was predicted by uh, devta kananag Then comes uh, the Bijleshwar Mahadev, 
he's uh, the lightning god and uh, they say that all disasters that come upon this state uh, the energies are absorbed uh, into bijleshwar mahadev and a spindy cracks when there's a serious disaster so let me take you through some important case studies uh, real case studies on environment that were inter where dev devi devtas have intervened in the year 2006 uh, water miller company uh, had a tiff with the devtas uh, wherein they lost a hydroelectric project uh because devta vashisht and devi jogni uh rejected the project um during a communal pooch pooch is a ceremony wherein the devtas uh speak to the community and and they give out their decisions through their channels then later there was a ski project uh proposed by the ford group which was rejected by the devi devta sansad which is the board of uh, devtas and uh, they cancelled the project uh, on the grounds of environmental degradation uh, in the mountains then another successful story is that of uh, the great himalayan national park uh, and the devtas of that valley of uh, banjar valley uh, and kulu valley they 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 supported the government in implementing these laws uh, by speaking to the local community about uh, the importance of forests and uh, reserving them as an eco sensitive zone then comes a uh, another um, episode which is to do with the N- ngt so the national rain tribunal was also supported by the devtas uh, in fact uh, devtas like uh, nag dumbal and uh, vashisht rishi have uh, punched holes uh, uh, on walls uh, of illegal constructions uh, so ngt was about uh, you know taking out and and clearing all these uh, illegal constructions in the valley because uh, it was impacting the environment so in himachal uh, the the devi devta culture came from elemental worship uh, of panchatattvas which is uh, and and the the scriptures came much later and uh, a lot of tribal uh, and nature centric gods were then uh, put into a context of uh, the uh, vedic requirements uh, so sandhya gayatri is basically the meditative state uh, of uh, of saraswati so uh, there have been lot of uh, changes uh, how these tribal uh, gods were put into a vedic uh, uh bracket so these are some of uh, 
the festivals that are celebrated, uh, the worship of uh, Chula Devi, the household fire. Uh, Fagli is uh, a celebration of uh, Agni Devta during winters and they pick uh, herbs from the forest and they wear these garlands and, and the Devta channels uh, himself through the gur and communicates with the community. Then you have Choti Diwali. It is a festival of forgiveness and ahimsa for all beings. So this is an interesting festival uh, that uh, that is unique in that sense that this festival uh, involves singing songs with cuss words and giving each other cuss words. This is done so that you know you you release your bitterness and anger and resentment towards uh, someone. And this day is the opportunity to do that. And the fire is lit, uh, lit so that uh, you get over this reson resentment and uh, start on a fresh note. It believes in uh, the, the community as a whole, believes in forgiveness and ahimsa. Now, uh, are we moving towards the conclusion? Uh, so uh, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So now we'll be uh, looking at some folk practices that honor nature. Uh, these are like practices that have been that have been that have existed like for like generations, and uh, uh, you don't find them in books. Uh, one is uh, Nyandra Dena. Uh, an invitation to the plant kingdom before plucking them or uprooting them uh, or using them for rituals. Uh, the second thing is uh, you are not allowed to go cut trees on certain days. Like Guruvar, you cannot cut trees. Uh, and uh, you can only cut a tree if it has been approved by the Devta. Then you have fest, uh, dances for uh, animal spirits, uh, such as uh, the horn dance, uh, which depicts a story of like sheep and a monkey in the jungle. And uh, these are like spirit dances that are performed on certain occasions. Then uh, if you look at art, uh, the Kangra form of miniature art uh, involves using natural paints uh, picked from the atmosphere, uh, sorry, picked from the environment. Uh, it uses bochpatra uh, as, the, as, the, as the canvas and uh, certain stones are ground into pigments. Uh, for example, uh, there is a particular cyan color which requires uh, a certain set of herbs to be soaked in um, a sick cow's urine for three months to get a particular color. So these have existed for, for a long time in, in the tribal cultures. Then you have uh, Lamans uh, and the Natis. These are the musical forms and also the dance forms. When it comes to traditional attires, they are uh, sourced from nature. So wool uh, from the sheep is, uh, is actually uh, used uh, 
commonly like across himachal there is no other fabric that you can think of when it comes to himachal pradesh and grass shoes uh, so that they keep your body temperatures warm and uh, it is proven that uh, wool keeps your body temperatures high and it is also like a metaphysical protective agent uh, and it's associated with uh, lord shiva so this is one of the spirit dances bazantri is the the local like traditional folk music so in these societies uh, they were always uh, focused on self sustenance uh, how um, you know how they take care of the cows would uh take uh, that would uh, determine how well their crops grow and it's a it's a cyclic uh, codependency these are the traditional homes if you do we uh, have one more minute i think uh, we have to uh, wind up very quickly So Devrishi Trust is one of those protection groups who have been uh, reforesting the areas because an ancient rule uh, of the forest says that you know if you take a tree you have to grow one back and uh, they have been involved in uh, community forestry and efforts of reforestation So these are some of the initiatives uh, that were uh, made on the basis of indigenous uh, knowledge uh, that those are uh, gucci uh, mushrooms uh, they have medicinal qualities and the branch flower and the lingri which is the pinwheel uh, fern so this is a list of uh, indigenous herbs with metaphysical properties like betel uh, no ceremony happens without juniper and uh, gugiban genda is also like a very sacred flower uh, it keeps away evil energies uh, bichu butti is uh, used for like warding off uh, all sorts of bad luck while you are traveling in the mountains and hanumanda lingna is also uh, one of the important herbs used in cleansing and as as a cleanser and as a protective agent and uh, of course we all know about vijaya uh, which is uh, widely popular in the shiva temples of himachal pradesh so these are the the herbs and plants and trees that have been thank you very much uh, if you can come to the last slide end slide and Uh, yes yes the conclusion uh, we'll be very glad yeah yeah so these are uh, sorry uh, to interrupt but these herbs have been uh, recommended by the local communities and now forest department is actually in consultation with the communities uh, to come up with uh, photo mediation uh, uh, projects so so my learnings from this is like look at this whole uh, exchange uh, as a 
we being the purusha the the ones who are the kriya bands and uh, we can be we can actually adapt the sentiment of trees uh, as a life giving force than a life taking force and uh, incorporate the spirit of ekameva advityam so we don't exist without nature and you know and nature is a part of us so we have to look at it in that sense and uh, adapt a fem- and and adapt a feminine approach to life and go back to the roots because there's invaluable wisdom in indigenous knowledge and uh, it all starts when we heal ourselves we can uh, impact change around us so when we talk about environment it is not only about uh, the ecological environment it's also about our inner environment that uh, that creates the external environment and hence the ecological environment and we have to acknowledge that there's more to life uh, than what we see and what we perceive and we have to acknowledge this metaphysical dimension to life um, so that we see that impact on on ecology and thereby i conclude this with that fascinating uh, presentation about devabhumi uh, which makes us proud all uh, hindus uh, as a very very proud ma'am with uh, your presentation we would like to be there uh, uh, hope you would host us all for having a direct experience sure sir but you know i want to like i just want half a second uh, and this is a laman which is uh, sung in for the nature gods yeah please please asamiya revo samiya revo samiya pane udaro bhole asamiya re it's dedicated to lord shiva uh the lord shiva and gaddis have a very deep connection so it is said that a gaddi is blessed with uh, uh the knowledge of mountains the knowledge of herbs and also the he has the blessing of fire so even if the weather is terribly bad he has the uh, he has the sadhana uh, and he's been blessed with the sadhana to worship fire at all times Lovely, lovely, ma'am. Uh, we'll now close this session now. Yes.